Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of The Batman. I cannot believe we are about to talk about this movie. My name is Daniel, and joining me today on the show to talk spoiler-free are my fellow vigilantes. We got Anthony. Hello. And we got Shabazz. Hey, hey, hey. I was expecting, like, I'll be honest, I was expecting you guys to sound more like vigilantes when you were talking. I'm a friendly vigilante, so I'm like, hey, hey, guys. <laughs> I'm here to... Do you need help with anything? I'm here to take away the bad dudes, but also help. Also, with a smile. I'm just here to be a friend. I'm here you to know? be a friend. Like, what? I'm here to be a pal. Anthony, what's your vigilante sound I'm like? Vengeance. Oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> Sorry, we got the boogeyman here live in the studio joining the us. Well. Over here? <laughs> oh, that was great. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. You never know. You may just see us pop up in Forbes. Who knows? Shay, what happened this week with Forbes? Hey, so, you know, I tweeted out about how we know that on Disney Plus Canada, we're going to be having the Netflix Marvel shows coming out. And I think it kind of blew up. It kind of went everywhere. It kind of went everywhere. IGN, Forbes, every single YouTube channel was calling you Shabazz. They were they were trying to pronounce my name. I loved it. You know, they, they were shouting at the movie podcast. I think so. they thought your last name was the movie podcast, by the way. <laughs> I think so. Shabazz, the movie podcast. So to everybody that, that actually credited my tweet, thank you. I did see a lot of people just take my image. <laughs> yeah. Because my image has a slight watermark in there. And for the for the for the people who are really paying attention, they'll notice it. And I just saw people just using it like crazy. Like, I'm breaking this news. And I'm like, sure, I guess whatever. It's, it's good. It's pretty amazing. Like when you again, it wasn't like we had insider information. This was no. a press release that was sent to everybody. And you know, it's great that we're finally getting these shows elsewhere since they're be they are being removed. Uh, from Netflix, and you know what? We'll take the full credit for breaking that story. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And it's got and it got us on Forbes. Yeah, it got, you know Shay's name's on Forbes. The movie podcast is on Forbes. So you could say, you know, we're just a, a we really are a global show at this point, right? At, the, at this point, yeah. You yeah. know, just start sending us money in the mail. Is that how it works? I think so. That's I think that's how it works. Uh, we got some quick announcements this week. This is Batman Week, or we're just finishing Batman Week, and it's ending with our spoiler-free review. Of this film, which we'll be talking about very soon. I did want to plug uh, an interview that Anthony and I completed a few days ago at this point. We spoke to Mike Marino. He is a prosthetic makeup designer, and he worked on films like Coming to America, which he's nominated for an Oscar for. He's worked on uh, The Many Saints of Newark. He's worked with The Weeknd. And his work can also be seen in the movie we are talking about today, uh, The Batman. He worked with Colin Farrell to bring the Penguin to life, and he did the prosthetics in it. So definitely... Uh, check that out. It's a great discussion, and we had a really great time. But today is all about the Batman. Like I said, I cannot believe we are finally talking about this movie. This this is a full circle moment for us because if you rewind the clocks back to 2019, to March 2019, pretty much almost day and date today of the embargo, we released an episode called Our Batman Pitches, and this is where we spoke about what we thought this movie was going to be. And here we are three years later, finally talking about what this movie is. The Batman stars Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Turturro, Peter Sarsgaard, Andy Serkis, and Colin Farrell. The Batman releases March 4th, 2022, exclusively in theaters. 
by Warner Brothers Pictures, and I want to send a huge shout out to our friends at Warner Brothers Canada for inviting us to watch this film. Thank you so much, and we're ready to talk about it. Anthony, I'm going to get you to kick us off with a synopsis for The Batman. I'm not going to do it in the vengeance voice. Please don't. Please don't. Uh, Batman ventures into Gotham City's underworld when a sadistic killer leaves behind a trail of cryptic clues. As the evidence begins to lead closer to home and the scale of the perpetrator's plans become clear, you must forge a new relationship, unmask the culprit, and bring justice to the abuse of power and corruption that has long plagued Gotham. So before we dive into our first reactions, I just want to remind you, this is a full spoiler-free episode. So we will not be discussing any specifics. If you are hoping to find spoilers here, you won't get find any. Here. Get out of here. Get get him, Batman. Uh, <laughs> or get him, Friendly Vigilante. Hey, guys, come <laughs> that's, on over. That's my name, Friendly Get vigilante. out of here. Um, but yeah, no spoilers today. We will have a spoiler cast for this film, uh, most likely in a week or so. So, of course, follow us across our socials if you want to see exactly when that's going to release. We want to make sure we give audiences time to watch this film because there is so much to talk about. But we're going to do our best to navigate all of the spoiler bat minds in this discussion. Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off with your first reaction. You know, Daniel, one of the first things that you mentioned was we started off with our Batman pitches, you know, three years ago. Yes. And to come full circle to finally be here at the Batman is... I, I can't even put it into words, but I have to because it's my job. It's 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 our job, but also I want to say I think our pitches didn't come close to what we got. No, and I'm very grateful. Yes, yes, <laughs> I'm very grateful. <laughs> We're not meant to, to write a movie. No, not yet. This is so I'm, I'm a huge fan of the movie Seven by David Fincher. It's one of my it's my favorite movie of all time. I think if you were to place Batman in a movie like that, this is what you get. This movie is dark it is brutal it is vengeance at its finest this is this is purely for the fans but also for newcomers who who want to see a different side of batman that they haven't got we've seen so many iterations of batman throughout our time that to still get something fresh and new i think is one of the biggest achievements of this film this movie has a way to still surprise you in its almost near three-hour runtime that you really don't even feel that much. You feel like you're watching one of the greatest crime dramas to ever happen with a character who dresses like a bat, but you believe every minute of this movie. You follow along through the narrative that's being woven. You follow along to the characters that are being evil. Paul Dano as the Riddler is chilling, absolutely chilling, and if anybody has any complaints about Robert Pattinson being cast as the Batman, put your fears to rest. Get him, friendly vigilante. Come on this way, buddy. Come on. <laughs> put your fears to rest. There are so many amazing performances in this movie, and I, and I want us to talk about everything kind of about this film, but uh, for my first reactions, I'm, I'm stunned. Shay, there's so much of what you said that I want to touch on. And again, we're, we're going to get to all of our first reactions, but especially the comparisons to Seven. There are a lot of similarities to this. And from that very first trailer we got at Fandom all the way back in 2020, we got the David Fincher vibes right away with who this Riddler character is. And I think Paul Dano was absolutely terrifying throughout this film. Uh, we're going to talk a lot more about him. But Anthony, I want you to start us off with what you thought about the Batman. Because you said there's no way this movie could be bad. Were you right? Or did you mean bat? Oh, no, I meant bad. Okay. 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 Um, and it wasn't. 
It, there was no way. There was no way. From the, the beginning sequence to the last sequence, this movie was absolutely fantastic. It was the Batman I've been waiting for for so long. Um, I think a lot of people have been waiting for this type of Batman, the the detective style Batman, the one who dives into these murder cases or these crimes and tries to figure out who the murderer is. And if you've read any type of graphic novel um, from Jeff Loeb to... Uh, Dan Snyder. Dan like from Or sorry, any, Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder yep. to any graphic novel that focuses on Batman and his row gallery and how grounded it is in terms of crime drama. This is the Batman you've been looking for. It is gritty. It takes place in an environment that just works. The rain and Gotham and just Gotham's darkness. crumbling in this yeah, movie. It's just it's it's so well done and you know watching it and just going on this journey with batman from you know the penguin lounge or was it the is it the iceberg, iceberg lounge, lounge yeah to learning to seeing the penguin to seeing falcone to seeing catwoman to seeing all these characters and how it all ties into this one two three four five all these different murders that are happening and giving you this twist that you didn't expect it's just something i would have read in a graphic novel i think matt reeves did a fantastic job of of displaying the this type of batman and another amazing thing he did was he incorporated all the amazing things from all the other batmans into this one film um and i i think that 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 alone is just he's paying homage to to those versions and that that's fantastic as well because i don't think you know, without those Batmans, we don't get this Batman. And um, Robert Pattinson as Batman is, you know, I always had my doubts. You know, like he never, never looked like or never felt like a Batman. But um, this version of Batman, Year Two Batman, he did a fantastic job. Um, I can't wait to see him in in other variations of or other stories. But this this Batman was fantastic. You know, it's funny because, yeah, we, I think when he was cast, we we're like, okay, this is definitely a choice. But Matt Reeves saw something in his perform, in, in his performances before. And he just, he just brought that brooding, that brutalness to the character of Bruce Wayne. But this movie really is about Batman. Batman is in like every scene of this movie, which is very rare because when you see films, uh, Batman in the past, he's Bruce Wayne for most of it. Mm-hmm. Or when you're not including like Justice League, that's a team up film. But like this, the character of Bruce Wayne in this film really is just, it is his mask because Robert, like Batman is the character in this movie. He is the character through and through. And I love that this Gotham is just crumbling. This Gotham is just worn and tethered and it's full of corruption and you feel it. You almost smell it. <laughs> like you, you see, like you just feel how established this world is. And you know, I'm, a, I'm looking at a picture of the dark Knight on my wall right now. And that's still one of my favorite movies of all time. That movie changed the way I looked at movies. But what I think the Nolan films did so well is like that, yes, that brought that realism. They made it feel like it's a grounded take on the character. This, how, this version somehow feels even more grounded, but it embraces so much of what makes Batman an amazing character. Mm-hmm. This is like, you mentioned the graphic novel. This feels like one of the greatest graphic novels I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. You know, we have this world's, where it's like, okay, we're establishing Catwoman, we're establishing the Penguin, we're establishing Batman, Gordon, the Riddler. There are so many like cards in play in this film. 
but all of it works all of it works all of it's connected and like falcone in this movie too like you're you're getting all of these points that we've known from the comics and this really feels like one of the greatest comic book adaptations of all time like we're getting these characters and they're all living in this world together they're all interacting with one another it feels lived in you don't have to worry about setting up each and every character we don't have to worry about seeing the waynes die again um and it's funny i was watching an interview with robert pattinson and he was saying like we don't see the waynes die in this film so i had to wear that on my face the entire time and you feel it because mm-hmm. he is just brooding in this movie you just see whenever he is bruce wayne it's like a means to an end for that character he has to become yeah. bruce wayne because that's the mask he has mm-hmm. to wear to go to where he needs to go to but he is batman in this movie and anytime batman was on screen i was just locked in i love that we got to see batman work with the G- uh, the gcpd uh interact with Catwoman and penguin and, and just there's so many incredible moments in this movie and i can't wait for us to be able to talk freely about it where do you guys want to go from here so we got our first reactions out of the way typically in a normal review this is kind of where we would just you know give our final reaction teeter off and talk about different stuff what aspect of this film we want to touch on because there's a lot from the score to the cinematography to the direction there's a lot where do you guys want to jump off from here let's go to performances because i think the performances of his supporting cast were fantastic as good as Robert Pattinson's yeah. character. We, so. we, we sang Robert Pattinson's praise a lot. He's yeah. fantastic. Let's look at Zoe Kravitz in this film. A lot of screen time. Yeah. A lot of screen time. I think what I loved about Zoe is that, you know, we know Catwoman's character so well that she is, you know, she can be conniving. She can, she is almost like a siren in some ways. And in this movie, she carries a lot of weight on her. She carries this, this, this feeling of, I got to do this on my own, but it's nice to have the Batman here to kind of help right. me out. And I and I love that about Zoe has a very sexy charm to her as well. She's so fun to watch, and her relationship with Robert Pattinson in this movie, uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman in this film, is you can cut that sexual tension with a knife. Yeah, it's very magnetic. But you could very magnetic. You they have such great chemistry together. Yeah, and I love that they relied on each other so much because Catwoman is such a seminal figure in the comic books yeah. and. Just with Batman, the bat and the cat, and right out the gate, we're getting them as that pair together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. I really love that. Uh, any thoughts on Zoe Kravitz, Anthony? Yeah, I I wish to see more of her. I think this is a different type of Catwoman. So usually when we think of Catwoman, when we think of this, you know, burglar who's who's always there's always something. She always has. She's like five steps ahead of you. Yeah, ulterior motives all the time. Always the time. But this this version of Catwoman is more caring, and she's it's like she she she's not the catwoman we we've seen and maybe she will be in the future um but i did like the performance of zoe kravitz i think she did a fantastic job and this that that tension between her and and batman man they don't they don't they don't know each other yet no like they don't know each other fully so when you do see them together their chemistry is is fantastic and they bring like an element to the series that is so needed for this character, for Batman, because I think Catwoman grounds him. Is when we when you watch this Batman, you see Robert Pattinson just he's he's sad, like he's dark, like he's just wants to be Batman all the time. Yes. Well, Catwoman kind of like brings out the loving side of him for like, sure. Yeah. Oh, I can love someone. I can. Yeah, you could care I about can, somebody. I can yeah. Kiss her. I can kiss you. Type of thing. Like. 
<laughs> I don't think like he, he's felt <laughs> I, that type you? of love before. No, I think I, she throws him off. I think that's what yeah, you're trying to yeah, say here. She yeah. she disarms him a lot. Definitely, yeah. disarming is definitely the word. Yeah. Um, because we see a Batman disarming her a lot. There's no guns. Yeah. No killing. No killing. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the villain of this film. We have Paul Dano. The presence of the Riddler in this film is felt in every scene. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've been very afraid of a villain. And there's a lot of realism that's tied to this to this portrayal of the Riddler. A lot of just the, the feeling of like, this is a terrorist. This is a guy using the internet, mm. live streaming, going to the dark web, collecting minions. Like, is it, this is especially in 2022. We've seen this. He's chilling. Shay, you said it. Paul Dano is chilling in this mm-hmm. film. What did you think of his performance? You know, Paul Dano is one of the finest actors we have working today. And he picks and chooses his roles very particularly so for him to choose a film that's a lot more of a blockbuster which he typically doesn't go down the route of um i was curious i was wondering what he's going to bring to this role and my god it is it is absolutely bone chilling it is it is frightening he i feel like he's the kind of person that would peel off your skin like i know that sounds a little uh, aggressive. sorry just want to confirm the riddler the riddler okay the riddler just because he's so, not Paul Dano. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> Paul Dano has done that before. Uh, breaking that news here, too. No, um, it's it's crazy how I believed he was an actual psychopath. That he was so... Disturbed. L- so disturbed, so lost, but still so smart. He's very intelligent. Yes. Every move is like a chess move to him. Mm-hmm. And, and Paul Dano brings a voice to the character that we haven't seen, and he brings a mystery to the character that we haven't gotten. You know, no no disrespect to Jim Carrey. I think what Jim Carrey was able to do in Batman Forever was what Joel Schumacher wanted in, in the fun, loving, campy way. But this is a serial killer, if anything. This is this he is, is a serial killer. This is the sure. John Doe from Seven. And and you you know, I was about to say you you brought the John Doe comparison earlier and you brought it again now. There's that voice in Seven, you know, when he's like, Detector! Like, yes. and he just, yes. he screams. You feel the chillingness in his performance. And and I, again, we keep saying that. It's chilling. It literally, there's moments where I got just goosebumps whenever he spoke because it was just so unnerving the entire time. Anthony, what do you think of the yeah, Riddler? Like this, is a, like, this is a Riddler I have not experienced before because, you know, when you think of the Riddler... They riddle me this, riddle me that. Like, I'm riddle smarter this, than you. Batman. Oh, you got that <laughs> wrong, Batman. Good try. But, like, yeah. this, this Riddler is a psychopath. He, he has, like, these moments where he can't even... He, he breathes really heavy. And he has, like, these, like... Like, this exhaustion that comes out of him. Because he just... He needs to, like release it and it's just and when he's wrong or when he's right he wants people to see what he's doing yeah and if you've seen paul dano in uh prisoners and you know how much of like a villain he can be and how he has that smirk and those glasses it just puts him into like this different realm man like chilling chilling like 100 percent like seven 100 percent like any type of you know serial killer you could think of yeah this is this is he's incorporated that i've never like and again like what what i've loved so much because this movie is just so grounded um like these characters all feel like they are real characters yes yeah right i loved batman's connection and his his partnership with jim gordon in this movie mm-hmm. yeah jeffrey wright was so good yeah. what a, what a inspired casting choice that was because yeah. you could just tell that he's just someone who's been working in Gotham, he's tired, he's just 
frizzled and he's just like listen like let me i'm gonna work with the bat i gotta do my thing but also having the police hate batman as well too yeah there's yeah. a really cool line like a line in the that they kind of balance with that um colin farrell has oswald cobblepot that's it thank That's you so it. much yeah he's the penguin yeah no i i you know colin farrell to me is another actor who you never suspect him to to do a kind of role like this um this is going to be a weird comparison but i look at a movie like horrible bosses where he was just a horrible person in that movie he looked really hideous in that film as well yeah and he did a performance that i don't never seen colin farrell do so neurotic in that film and in this he does the exact same thing again where he completely changes your perception of what Colin Farrell can do. He's no longer the the handsome Irish bad boy. Yeah. He is this mean mug, you know, Tony Soprano, mm-hmm. Soprano looking mother, you know, like yeah. a mother of Anthony's right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, he but it's interesting because the penguin is not like the penguin, obviously, in Batman Returns, where he's just a, a sight for sore eyes and just kind of makes you yeah, get creeped right. out. This is a penguin that you're afraid of, but also you're like, I think I can step up to you still. Yeah. I can try to step up on your toes. He's on the rise. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, you kind of want to know more about him. Yes. You know, like, he wasn't a villain in the sense of, like, other penguins. Like, I kind of, like... Like oh, like him. other other penguins. I want yeah. it. I, no, but like other versions of the penguin, right? In, like the comic book penguin, and and I think even the comic book penguin is like nowadays he's he's not the villain that Batman needs to take care of all the time. Yeah. He's almost like the villain that Batman need, goes to to like get more information, and that's right. what and that's what we see in this movie. We see Batman utilize the penguin because he's not the character. He's not that character yet. He's rising right. up. Um, but yeah, like. Colin Farrell and his his uh, facial expressions with you know Mike Marino, who we just in- interviewed, and his his beautiful his beautiful prosthetics, and just make him into this fantastic. He's someone else. Pre- like, he's a, he's a, he's he like a is, beast. He is a character that that he's an actor that doesn't exist. It's like he's like this yeah. new person that yes. was made yeah. for this performance to be pulled and, off. And we learned that Colin Farrell learned how to become the Penguin just by putting on these prosthetics and you can see it he's like he must have cha- transformed into this goomba gangster <laughs> this goomba gangster who right? you know even that's we've seen the sequence in the trailer where he's bracing with batman to like, oh my god escape and it's just what like sequence, i got though. you i got you, you yeah. know like i got you yeah that, and, that sequence i mean in the trailer it looks fantastic but i think i was like i couldn't catch my breath when we're watching it on an IMAX yeah. screen. Yeah. I, I, you know, listen, I'm not surprised that we are getting a spinoff of Gotham PD. Yeah. I am not surprised that we're getting a spinoff of the Penguin. You know, I would love a Catwoman series. That would be like, there's so much, there's so much just worlds building that they've done in this film that I just want to know every aspect of Gotham. Yeah. Give me a series that takes place in the forties. <laughs> I talk about the Waynes and the Arkham's and everything. You My know? biggest like, worry is if you're going to give me a, like a Gotham PD show, it needs to be like it needs to look exactly like this film because it I needs to, yeah, it needs to. I don't want, I don't want it to look any different. I need the production value to be the same, yeah. or it just breaks this whole like the world, world that they're that building. Matt's building, yeah, you know. So, what other performances in this film um, really stood out to us? You know, we didn't get too much Andy Circus, 
Uh, we didn't get too much of John Turturro. I think we got enough of him. I, I, so, so for me, I think John Turturro was one of my absolute favorites. Yes. Scene yeah. um, stealer for, when, this for is, what he was in. This His performance to me was one of those performances where if you can nominate J.K. Simmons as supporting actor, yeah. you can nominate John Turturro yes. for sure. Because he was so fucking good yeah he was chilling he was again also chilling i hate chilling. i'm sorry to Let's, overuse that yeah. word here but that's how he i was felt. unpredictable watching him he was unpredictable he was just he was a mob boss that you always see but you never get right yeah and again like we're dealing again we got a taste of it in the nolan films that yeah we're getting the mob in this world but you know once uh you know batman begins dealt with a little bit of the mob and then the dark knight had some of the mob they were never really the lead villains, they were more of the backdrop where when we look at the long Halloween, we look at a lot of like Batman year one and things like that. The mob are so crucial to that underworld of Gotham. Right. And we're seeing that we got this established in this world with Maroni, Balcony, the Waynes, the art, like we're, we're getting all of that established here. So it's cool. So cool to see that world building again, that world building was amazing throughout this film. Um, I'd be remiss. if We didn't talk about Michael Giacchino's score. Well, we have to talk about score. Let's talk about the score. Yeah. Amazing. That's all about amazing, the score. Amazing, amazing score. Um, <laughs> I think it, you know what I loved about the score as well is that you know Michael Giacchino is, is very much a chameleon when he tries to compose a film. Yeah, he can take you to happy places, he can take you to dark places. And what I loved about the score is the film is essentially a very dark and brooding film, but there are elements of the score that are so superhero-like and hopeful. And hopeful, they take you with you. And I'm I'm humming it. I'm thinking about it. I can't wait to once I guess twelve o'clock hits, we can start listening to it. I can't wait. I'm just, uh, again, like, he's been teasing the score. We got the Batman score. We got the Riddler score, which I love. Like, I, I called it. Like, literally, when I first heard that score, I'm like, this sounds like a, a minor version of Ave Maria. And then we kind of see how that's played through the funeral scene in this film and other moments in this movie. I'm like, wow, that's just such a, a, a cool choice that he took this song that uh, meant something to this character and he turned mm-hmm. it into a, a scary version of that. Um, and then we got Catwoman's score, which is very much just like a, like a noir. Like, when you listen to it, you feel like, like the room just got all smoky, you know, like it started raining. Like there's, there's that, that just truly, this is like the most noir Batman we've ever gotten. And, you know, like we were talking about Nightmare Alley a couple months ago, like you got, you got that, that feel to Gotham, right? It's always right. dark. It's always raining. There's just, there's like a crime in the air. There's a grime to it. And I think the scores encapsulates so much of that. Yeah. Like I, 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 I go back to the, to the, the car chase sequence and just utilize utilizing the score with with um the penguin and the batman it's and the car seat and the engine of that car just it felt like you know christian bale in the dark knight when he's riding his 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 uh batman yeah and it's just like dun, 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 dun. and it just it just any type of batman score is always going to be fantastic yeah like the only one that i would say would be the weakest would probably be like Batman versus Superman. I don't remember it as. as dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it was it was the nightmare theme. Yeah, yeah. it's the nightmare theme, and then and then we go to Justice League, and it's the Danny Elfman just kind of brings back his own score, right? right. Which again, iconic in nineteen eighty nine, but it just didn't really feel yeah. like it it matched Ben Affleck's Batman. Um, something I I also want to just call out. I know we've been talking a long time because there's so much to talk about in this movie. You know, Shay, you mentioned earlier that. You know, this is this wouldn't be a film that you would traditionally see Colin Farrell sign up for, or yeah. Paul Dano sign up for, or even the whole Robert cast, the whole cast. or the whole cast. 
This isn't a traditional superhero film. No. This isn't a traditional blockbuster film. No. This is a this is a very much a a director who's making a film solely based on a thriller. They wanted to make something that was a thriller. They wanted to make something that was grounded. They wanted to make a detective film because this is the first time we really get to see Batman become a detective. He's out there solving riddles. He's out there looking at things like, oh, yeah, the blood's over here and the blood matches this. And, hey, the reason why this is that, you don't see that. You don't see the slow progression of Batman mm-hmm. because we've only seen him just kick ass. And we all know Batman can fight. That's not the point. But this Batman fights when it's necessary. There's also this Batman doesn't need to travel a lot either. Like he's, no. it, it's all happening in the city. Um, and you see him connect the crimes to to each one of these these characters that he's incorporated with, even to himself. Like it, it's a very personal story with this Batman, and is you think it's not, you think it's just oh, it's just the Riddler, but there's more to it. And once you watch it, you'll see. But it when it comes to that end sequence and that twist, you're like, man, that's like you didn't expect it, and very much like the Dark Knight, where you didn't expect. You know, Jim Gordon to pretend that he was dead and he comes like it's such a twist. It's fantastic. I It's something that I would have read in a graphic novel that I don't think a lot of studios would have taken the risk on, um, especially because nowadays you want to make big budget movies. You want franchises money. Yeah. You know, you want the Marvel. This is not a Marvel movie. This is this is not like, oh, we're going to have Superman show up and we're going to have these creatures show up it's it's a very detective style <laughs> these film. creatures it's, just they're just other members of the justice league man <laughs> no but <laughs> no, I'm like, kidding, I like aliens and stuff yeah aliens or any supernatural <laughs> yeah. type of um Elements. batman yeah yeah it's like the i don't know what's his name Man-X? clayface oh Cl- clayface or even just steppenwolf or anything like that yeah. right this is the batman film i think we've been waiting for uh cinematography Greg Frazier is coming off of his nomination for Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful work. Beautiful. The work. amount of, the amount of times we just have the, like these close ups of Batman's eyes. Again, we're seeing so much Batman in this movie, and there are so many sequences where I'm like, perfect shot, perfect shot, yeah, perfect shot, perfect frame shot. This, frame this one. Give me frame this gift. This, yeah. Like it's just it's beautiful. You've seen the trailers for this movie. There's that does nothing until you see everything together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do we go from here, guys? In terms of <sighs> our review. Oh, no, yeah. I meant like in terms of next... next oh, for next Batman? That will save for our spoiler oh, okay. cast. Definitely cool. will save for that. Um, um, what, what Anything else that you want to touch on in our score... Oh, sorry, in our review of I the Batman? I would say like even editing-wise, yeah. like it's well edited because it's so well-paced. You don't feel like it's three hours yeah. and you, you're so invested in the story because you want to know what happens and you want to know um, how all these, these things interact with you or in, interconnect with each other. Uh, I think the editing on it which is they must have gone through tons of footage yeah there's a lot you know you're getting a three-hour film i think it was so well edited and i i I know matt reeves was editing to the almost to the day this movie was (laughs) supposed to be completed which was i think january because i know they did that fandango interview right and they were saying matt's still like editing this film yeah he's still working on it he's still still working working and i think Another big thing that I liked that they use a lot of a lot of visual effects in the sense, but you don't know their visual. You don't effects. know. You don't know their visual. Effects. You, you know, like you, I've seen those LED screens uh, that they used in the Mandalorian. Yeah, they the, also the used, volume. Yeah, they use in this movie. 
you feel like this movie takes place in fucking New York and you you know in it's actually taking place in UK. Yeah. But you but know? do you but do you feel like it's New York? Cuz I felt like it was very distinct Gotham. Like it felt like a well, city like you know but you know how Nolan's films feel like yeah. oh this is Chicago. It felt like New York. Like when they did the yeah. pan outs you you see New York there's also like they it's call like an island yeah, and they there's a Gotham Gardens, and I always think of like Madison Square Garden. Yeah, MSG. Like, it just it very felt it felt like that. So it and it had like time that Times Square type of look. Yeah, there was a Times Square but feeling it's, to it. It's it's much more much bigger than Christopher Nolan's Gotham. Right. Like, this yeah. feels like a Gotham, a dark, yeah. gritty Gotham. Like the city felt like it's crumbling. Like yeah. there are established areas of the city that like I like if you've ever played the Arkham games, like you just feel like this is a stylized city that you're in and because it's taking place in the uk and they built like a whole soundstage of the city it's it gives it that freedom to feel distinct when you think of the narrows in batman begins that felt like a very distinct look of gotham you didn't really get that as much in the dark knight or the dark knight rises because you got pittsburgh and new york filling in for gotham right and then chicago in the dark knight uh the narrows felt very distinct and this felt like a whole world of that you know we don't really see the daytime too much even if we do see the daytime it's it's uh, cloudy it was like dusk in a there's way. no sun in this film there is a sun rise there is a sunset sun maybe somewhere in this film yeah um, yeah because they were on the building yeah there is that and you see it in the trailer that there's a the kid there's a there's oh a, when he's with catwoman with catwoman there's like yeah. that that's the only sun you see yeah but it's still not like a clear sunny day no, because there they don't exist be, there shouldn't be no sun <laughs> it's, in it's the uk they don't they don't have I the get, sun there. yeah i get why it was shot in the uk because it's yeah. raining um uh, i did i did want to say sorry before before yeah. th- remember your thought be- oh, yeah. remember your thought because you did it already. oh no because you mentioned the three hour time this is a three hour movie for me personally i didn't feel like that three hours i could have had another hour of this movie yeah i i literally was sitting there i'm like i don't want this to end don't end yeah but it it ends in the perfect spot yeah. It knows exactly where to end. You th- you think it's going to end, and then it doesn't end. It's just like, yeah, there's more to this. Yeah. There's more, 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 more. Give it You're to so me. happy because, you know, you want to see more of this Batman. Um, you, you really do. I wanted to say, like, the Batmobile is probably one of my favorite Batmobiles. Yep. And I wish I, we saw more of it because uh, it's, it's scary. loud. Oh, and, yeah. it's, and I think this Bruce or this Batman really loves muscle cars because yep. he, he drives a Corvette. Yeah, and, he does. To the funeral sequence, yeah. which is different because you think he would have dro- driven a European car, right. but and he has a muscle car with a fucking Rolls Royce engine in it, like the jet engine inside there. So if you listen, if you read the book, uh, the prequel book, this film that's out now, there's this is no spoilers. Um, Bruce built the car. He's very much a, like a, a, a like a what's the word I'm thinking like a gearhead. Is, sure, that, yeah, is, that, is that the yeah. terminology? But you can it, see in the movie too that he's yeah, building it. That he's building it too. Like he like this is a car that he's souping up himself. Um and I just love that it's so scary. It's so loud. Um like there's a sequence that we see from the trailers, obviously, that this is a terrifying thing. If you see this coming towards you, it is like you're having a rocket chase you. Yeah. It and just it's screaming it's at you. Yeah. It is literally screaming at you, and it's just it's incredible. If you haven't told if you couldn't tell already. We, I think we really like this. I want to buy, like, and during when we were watching the movie, I looked at you and said, That's your Lego Batman. That's the- and then I'm like, Man, I want to buy this. <laughs> you're you're going to buy, you're going to buy the Lego uh, set now, yeah. eh? It's, it's a cool one. I wish I, I want to just put like a little speaker in it so it can make that sound. <laughs> he just screams. Put your iPhone in there. I, what, what I love about this movie is that even if you don't like superhero films, yeah, this is for you still. This is, this is for somebody. This is literally what the Dark Knight was in the sense of this isn't your regular superhero film 
this is a crime drama that has to do with characters that some of them are in costumes. You know, like, you don't think, I don't look at, Batman, it's it's funny, Batman never looked like a guy in a costume in this movie. You know what I mean? Like, like when no. you're watching a yeah. character, you see a character in their in their superhero suit or their, their uniform, you, you see like, oh, that's a guy in a costume. When I saw Batman in this movie, I literally just saw, oh, that's Batman. That's yeah. how Batman looks. Yeah. I didn't think of, that's a guy in a mask. I'm no. like, no, Robert Pattinson, that's Batman in the scene right now. Robbie P. Robbie P, you know? Like, Batman exists. I want, like, let's, there's so much to talk about, and I know we're, we're tiptoeing a lot of, around a lot of spoilers here. Let's get to our final. I just want to say, oh, please, no, one more thing. Take it away. I just want to, I don't think we've given him credit enough. Matt Reeves did a fantastic job. Matt oh, Reeves yeah. direction. Matt, Matt Reeves did a fantastic job. Five years ago, almost to the day, uh, or we just passed the anniversary. So five years and a couple days, this man was announced to be taking over the directing duties of this film. Yeah, and you're right. You know, we I don't think we've given we've talked about we what he's done. Him. Yeah, yeah. Matt Reeves' direction in this film, his his vision, I think, in this movie is unparalleled. I think I think what I love about it is that he's paying homage to so many directors that you can tell that he grew up watching, that he's respected and loved, while still having his own DNA. I think that's the toughest part. You can definitely say, "Oh, I want to make the next David Fincher movie. I want to make the next Denis Villeneuve movie." But this is still a Matt Reeves movie. You see mm-hmm. the DNA in all of Matt Reeves' other films, and this is the culmination of his work, and I think his best work to date. Let's get to our final recommendation for the Batman. Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off. I think everybody knows what I'm going to say. The skip words it. that are about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> you say skip it? I, you I sound like a skip it This right now. movie is one of the... No. no. This, is, this is the movie that, if it isn't... If this movie isn't my number one at the end of the year, I'm going to be very surprised. This is a real gem. I'd be very surprised as well, too, because what else is coming out this year it, <laughs> that I, could I'm, challenge I'm floored. This. I'm absolutely floored. Like, we the are. Only thing, there's Thor and the Thor and, and, and Doctor Strange. And yes. And of course, I'm very excited for the Marvel films. And don't get me wrong. And I, I'm not trying to. Turn this into like okay. A, so let's let let let. I just want to say it. Okay. Our Mar- like watching this movie, which is a, a comic book film. Yep. Right. And watching what we know Doctor Strange and Thor is going to be, which is going to be like a, it's going to be a Marvel film. Yeah. It's going to be like a roller coaster ride. I don't like the smirk you have on your face right now. Would you call this cinema? Or would you, you know, like I'm trying to say. Well, I get get what you're saying. I I I feel like this is a blend of both worlds that Mm -hmm. I think real directors would be like, hmm. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to turn this into a like a DC versus Marvel thing. And it's I, and not, I, no, it's no, not. But, but I, I get, I get what you're trying to say. But I also think that I want to give respect to the Sam Raimi's, to the to the John Watts, to everybody who's made a Marvel film, because what they're trying to make is a general audience appealing film. While they're still, they they still put a lot of work in them, and that's not what I'm trying to say. Whereas this is. A movie that this is very cinematic. This is not your thrill ride kind of film. This is not something that you're like, oh my god, like let's all take the kids to see it. Yeah, or who's going to show up in this? Or who's yeah, going to show up sure. in this? This is something that is very smart and intelligible, and it's fucking amazing. Like yeah. it, this is what a film. But but I also want to I also want to have a distinction with that. Yeah, we're also looking at very different audiences looking at yeah. these movies. Where the Marvel films, yes, these are. Tailored to kids, so was Batman. I totally yeah, get that. Yeah. But this is not a kids movie. Not a kids movie. This is also like when when you think of uh I think it just it's a tribute to the character of Batman that we could have all these different incarnations, right? The Nolan Batman films, I don't consider those kids movies either. 
I, because they're just they're different, but that's very yeah. much a, a director's take on them, and they're also not having to worry about fitting into a larger world, right? Batman's been really lucky to his films, with the exception of the Ben Affleck films, you know, just to kind of do their own thing and have their be very much director driven, director vision, right. mm-hmm. and that's I think reflected in the budget of this film, which was rumored to be about a hundred million dollars, right? Yeah, um, and just. Wow, you know, like hundred million. What a, this movie looks incredible. Yeah, you know, this movie looks incredible. It looks and, more than hundred million. Anthony, I want you to give us your final recommendation for the Batman. It's a real gem. <gasps> that's his we first got, real gem. That's no, a, I'm giving real gem. I gave it uh, Quiet Place Part Two real gem. Yeah, you did. You did. Okay. You you, well, you 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 looked at each other like that's a bad thing. No, no, I, no, I, I forgot. forgot. I you forgot. know what? This is I forgot. This is a, a definitely a real gem. This is a realer um, gem, Anthony. That's I'm, not a that's, that's not a gem. thing. <laughs> this is a realer. Uh, this is an uncut gem. Oh, oh wow. Un- uncut jams. It's got jams. Um, no, I think I'm just, my biggest thing is I need this movie to be recognized yeah. when it comes to awards. I agree. Like, if this is not Best Picture, nominated for Best Picture by next year, Best Cinematography, Best Editing, like, you, you, you are, like, messed in the head this movie You're checks messed in the head. this movie checks all the boxes and again people are going to be like oh yeah it's just another batman movie or it's a superhero no, movie man. they don't belong no. in these awards this movie destroys every single movie that's nominated for best picture this year yeah. oh yeah you know i'm really curious to see where it's going to be next year Me for too. myself i mean what could we say that we already haven't said you know this this isn't just i think one of my one of the best comic book films like i think this is one of my favorite movies of all time and again this has a recency bias i get it yeah but this movie did things and and it's one of those films that i was almost like i was just so nervous watching it and you recognize when you're watching something and i'm like oh that was a great scene oh it's another great scene and every scene leading to it you're just feeling like oh my god it's getting better and better and on the drive home i was thinking about it and as you guys were talking, I'm remembering moments that I loved. I just can't wait to watch it again. You know, sorry. Yeah. You know when you're watching something and you're you're looking at it and you're like, this is going to be big. This is special. This is this so, this is going to be talked about for years. This is going to be studied. People aren't ready for <laughs> yeah. this. That's what I felt watching this because I was so shocked while watching this movie that I'm like, people yeah. people will talk about this. For, people will for watch years. this movie. And they'll decide to f- make movies. Yeah, you know, yes. Like, this will. This is what the. This is what, what the Dark Knight did for me in 2008. Yeah. What it did for a lot of people. That's what this Batman is going to be yeah. for so many generations of kids growing up and seeing this movie and being like, be directors. I could do that. Like that. Like that could be you could, like, No, I mean like you could do that in a movie. Yeah, you could do mm. that with the, with a comic book character. I honestly think Matt Reese has given us the definitive Batman, and I think Robert Pattinson is going to define. Who this character is for uh for literally for generations to come now like this is this yeah. is going to be the batman that we know and love for so many people robert pattinson's batman is going to be the batman for so many kids and for us like three years ago or two years ago when he was announced or it was three years ago it was 2019 right uh-huh. he was announced and we were all just like that's a choice we'll <laughs> see how it goes yeah but man like this this really was the movie that we've been waiting for and i think this is going to change the game. Like, yeah. like right, right when the Dark Knight came out, and we saw a lot of movies afterwards shooting their action in the same way. Like, just you know, having the the, the music that way, just having that intensity the same way. People always look to that movie for what a superhero film could be, and I think people are going to look at this film the same way. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be that. It's going to be how we look at graphic novels in the comic industry as like that 
that story that is very like it's just so unique and it needs a graphic novel um this is what batman's gonna do for superhero films yeah i think he's gonna like we are so we're so lucky to have marvel films and, and be on those journeys but the, i'm sorry they don't compare to this film like yeah. they just they, they just i know they're different but like this is it this is what if you've read a graphic novel this is what we've been waiting for Thank you so much for listening to the Movie Podcast spoiler-free review of The Batman. Don't forget, you could catch it in theaters March 4th everywhere. Uh, and I want to say thank you to our friends at Warner Brothers Canada for inviting us to watch it. Uh, you could look forward to our spoiler cast sometime in the next week. Make sure you're following us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd to see when that's going to be going live. Uh, don't forget, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and right into the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca. Uh, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. I want to encourage you all to please go listen to our episode with Mike Marino. He is a prosthetic uh, makeup designer on this film for The Penguin. He's also worked on so many other amazing shows and films. And you know what? He was just nominated for an Oscar for coming to America. So uh, I just wanted to say thank you again to Mike Marino for joining us on the show this week uh, and look forward to to everything we have coming up on the movie podcast because there is lots to look forward to. That was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next. 